Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The DuPont Cavalcade of America, starring Lucille Ball. Good evening. This is Lucille Ball. Tonight's cavalcade presents Skylark Song, and I'm happy to play the part of a girl who sang her way to fortune and into our hearts. She was Grace Moore. Her magnificent voice is filled now, but its echo and the spirit that carried Grace Moore to stardom from a church choir in Jellicoe, Tennessee, will never die. An original radio play by Virginia Radcliffe, starring Lucille Ball as Grace Moore on the DuPont Cavalcade of America. Sunday morning in 1917. As the people leave Jellicoe, Tennessee's First Baptist Church, its minister, Dr. Martin, stands on the steps outside to greet the members of his congregation. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Moore. So glad to see you. Good morning, Dr. Martin. Lovely day, Mr. Moore. Yes, it is. A fine sermon, too. Your daughter here sounded right well in a solo with a choir, didn't you think? Oh, really, Dr. Martin? Did I really do all right? You're improving. Yes, I notice a fine warmth, a sincerity that pleases me greatly. I call it heart in the voice. Um, well, then maybe you'll believe me, Dad, if Dr. Martin thinks I've got a teeny bit of talent. As a matter of fact, I'm going to bring your name up before the next meeting of the deacons regarding your appointment as regular soldier. <gasps> oh, dear me. Well, aren't you going to say thank you, Grace? I'll do better than that. I'm going to prove he's right about me by getting to be a regular soloist in... in... Well, I, I might as well say it right out. The Metropolitan Opera. What in the world are you talking about? Uh, she uh, she gets these crazy ideas, Dr. Martin. Well, I think your ambition to be an opera singer is very laudable, Grace. No, sir. I won't hear of you setting foot on a theatrical stage. Oh, Daddy, please. Well, my dear, you don't realize the study it would take, the money for lessons, the heartbreak. Dr. Martin, you were talking in your sermon this morning about the, the birds taking their first hesitating little flight out of the nest. The faith that helps them fly. Why, yes, I was. Well, well, it started me thinking. You know, a lark just, just opens his mouth and lets the music pour out. He doesn't wait for a chance to be heard. Anybody can hear him sing who wants to listen. Well, I feel like that. If God gave me a talent, I, I want to develop it. I want to use it. Well, uh... <clears throat> please, Daddy, Are you... please let me go away to music school. I'll work hard. I'll find out if I've really got a voice... And if I haven't, I promise you I'll come home and never get another crazy idea in my head again, ever. Well, 
Hello. Yes, see, Daddy. How'd you ever track me down to this little old female hotel? I didn't think anybody'd think of looking for me here. Hmm? I wasn't getting anywhere at that school, Daddy, but I did find out I have a voice, so I'm going to get a job in New York. Yes, of course, on the stage. Well, I've been to several agents already. Mr. Dillingham took my name. Isn't it wonderful? What? Oh, I'm not going to disgrace the family. I only want to earn enough money to pay for my voice lessons. What's that, Daddy? Oh, Shakespeare. I'm on my own unless I accept only parts in Shakespeare? I see. Yes. Yes, Daddy. Yes. Yes, Daddy, I promise you. I'll go to see David Belasco first thing in the morning and ask him to let me play Juliet. Bye, Daddy. Oh, shucks, I don't want to be in Shakespeare. Um, sorry to keep you waiting, young lady. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Belasco. After all, what's four hours? <clears throat> well, I'll try to make it up to you. Now, don't be nervous. Just give me a scene from Romeo and Juliet. Ready? Yes, sir. <clears throat> what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill Wait. all... Wait! That's Romeo's speech. Well, shut my mouth, so it is. You see, when we did it back at Jellicoe High, I played Romeo at the last minute because the boy who was supposed to do about his voice cracked... You mean you're not a professional? You come here, waste the precious time of David Belasco. Why, I... Please, Mr. Belasco, I don't want to act. I just want to be a singer, but my father thinks being on the stage is a disgrace to the family unless I play Shakespearean parts. Well, now I can say I tried Shakespeare, can't I? <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, please don't be angry. <laughs> Young lady, I like your spirit. I like your ambition. Thank you. You know, Charles Guno wrote an opera called Romeo and Juliet. Oh? If you work hard to become a good singer, who knows? Your father may hear you in Shakespeare someday after all. Jiminy Cricket! In the meantime, take my card. Go and sing for this young man. His name is George Gershwin. He may be able to help you. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, honey, you can sing all right, but we're all booked up. Oh, dear, I just have to find a job so I can pay for my voice lessons. Sorry, can't do anything for you. But, Mr. Court, I'm trying to get a job singing so I can pay my rent. voice may be okay, Goyle, but lift the skirt. I beg your pardon. I sing with my vocal cords, not my knees. Girl, listen. Closer now. Oh, we're seeing Peruki in a little. Oh, Nellie, 
Where are you going? Be right back, Joe. Well, hurry it up and don't trip on your train or anything. What do you mean, anything? Excuse me, is that Raymond Hitchcock? No, sister, that's Millie, the director. Thank you very much. Oh, jeepers, what'd I do? You nearly ripped off about eight feet of my bustle. Why don't you pick up your satchel? Hey, what's going on here? Who's that girl? A uh, little Miss Twinkletoes to see you, Joe. How do you do? My name's Grace Moore. I'm a singer. I came all the way to Boston just to audition for you. I've, I've got to get a job. I, I've just got to. Sorry, we've engaged our singers, miss. Uh, Joe, in case you haven't heard, your engine broke her leg again this morning, figuratively speaking, and we had a shooter. Oh, no. Not again. I was thinking maybe uh, Goldilocks here could close up the gap so she recovers. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, somebody so we can take a listen to this gal. Oh, thank you ever so much. Okay, honey. Good luck. And thank you, miss. The name's Nellie and don't mention it. Just keep at least six feet away from my train after this is all. Hello, Daddy. Hello. Hello, Daddy. I got a job. Yes, isn't it wonderful? Yes, I'm calling from backstage. On Broadway, Daddy. A show called Hitchy Coo. What? Oh, Daddy, I can't ask him to change the name. It's up there in lights, ten feet high. But, Daddy, you haven't given me a chance to tell you my big news. Yes, everything seems to happen at once. Listen, I'm going to audition for Gatti Kazaza at the Metropolitan. Gatti Kazaza? No, I'm not trying to confuse you. That's right, Daddy. Well, what do you think of your little Skylark now? Mr. Gatty doesn't call me out there soon, I think I'll blow my top. It'll have a long way to blow in this barn, honey. I don't know why you want to sing here anyway. You're doing fine in this show. And your neck don't get stiff from standing in a draft. Oh, I know you think I'm a little touched. But, Nellie, music is my life. Good, beautiful music. If I make good here, then a door to a whole new world is open for me. Well, when you get ideas like that, who am I to try and stop you? Mr. Moore. All right, Mr. Gaddy. Good luck, honey. Thanks, thanks. Ellen, what is your aria? The Visi d'Arte from Tosca. I have lived for art and love. There is no need to translate. Oh. Go ahead to commence. Afternoon. But, Mr. Gatty, aren't you going to say anything else? I mean... I'm sorry, Miss Moore, but we have several other auditions scheduled. I have no time for a detailed criticism of your work. It was that bad? It is not bad, exactly, but uh, the strain of uh, singing popular songs every night in the musical a comedy on Broadway has cautioned the tone, injured the pitch. I see. Oh, Nellie. Oh, I'm sorry. I, really, I am. But don't worry. you still got Broadway. Thanks, but I don't want it. Because of Broadway, the one door in the world I want to walk through has slammed right in my face. Uh... 
listening to Skylark Song, starring Lucille Ball as Grace Moore on the Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the DuPont Company, makers of better things for better living through chemistry. Young Grace Moore, dreaming of a career as a singing star at the Metropolitan Opera, has defied tradition by trying to earn her way in a Broadway musical comedy, only to find it has cost her her chance at the Metropolitan Opera. Now she sits alone in the gypsy cafe she often came to in the days when her dream of the Met was still shining before her. Young lady... Young lady, what's the matter? I saw you sitting here at the table with your head under your wing. Are you ill? I'm all right. Go away. Wait, I know you. You're the youngster who sings in the Raymond Hitchcock show. Uh, Grace Moore, isn't it? Used to sing. I'm leaving as of today, Mr. Wilkins. Uh, Alexander Wilkins. I know, the critics. Well, I've had enough criticism for one day. Please go away. I can't think what a girl of your spirit's doing here moping alone in the gypsy tea room. Well, what are you doing here, telling fortunes? Oh, come, come. Enough of this fishwifely bickering. I'm feeling extraordinarily humane today. Now, tell me, what's wrong? Well, I auditioned at the Met this afternoon. I flopped. Oh. Well, haven't you anything clever to say about that? No. I'm merely thinking that perhaps you set your sights too high. You seem to be doing rather well in musical comedy. Mr. Wilcott, there's nothing wrong with Broadway shows. I have nothing against musical comedy. But I made a promise to my father and to myself. I'm either a skylark or a mud hen. For me, there's nothing in between. You are in a bad way talking like that. Perhaps you ought to let the gypsy read your palm. Oh, uh, madam, whatever your name is, uh, come over here. Yes, She's wonderful. She always predicts an ocean trip and a tall, dark man. It's standard $2 fortune. <laughs> Your farm man, sir, a reading of the future, perhaps? Okay, I'll try the large economy size. Pull up a chair, Carmen. Thank you. Now, the left hand, please. Ah, you are very fortunate, young lady. You travel very much by ocean. And you meet the tall, slim, handsome stranger. And she emphatically does not mean me. <laughs> Look, Carmen, can't you tell me something that's on the level? What it's going to be like not having the Met to look forward to anymore? You are a pretty young American girl. What is your name? Grace Moore. I tell you, in this cafe it is, uh, what you say, the hangout for the musical artists. I hear them talking. I know. You must go to Europe and make the big success there. Change your name. Something like, ah, Graciela Morina. Graziella Marina. Gracie, it's a natural. No, Mr. Walker, the only way I'll ever change my name is when I marry that tall, dark man. But I could go to Europe. I've earned a little money. I could study music in France, and then I might get another chance. Jiminy Crickets, it's worth a try. You see, just as I always predict, the ocean voyage.
Signorina, you have improved very greatly since you come to the Riviera. Do you really mean it, Maestro? Oh, when you come to me, you're tense, you try too hard. The throat is tied, the muscles cannot function properly, you see? Now, please, we uh, continue the exercises to relax the throat. Oh, dear. One, two, three, four. No, 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 no. Breathe from the diaphragm, not from the chest. Touch the toes, touch the toes. Now, up and down, and up and down, and knees are straight, and that's right. Seems to me I'm learning to be an acrobat, not a singer. Now we try the vocal exercise again. Oh, not again. Aren't we ever going to let me sing at least one little song, Maestro? In a year, perhaps, one little song. In a year? And now we come to study the role of Mimi in La Boheme. She's a great contrast to the character of Tosca. Oh, what a sweet, a pathetic child she is. So, the voice, you must make it so clear, so full of hope. Oh, Maestro, how long do I have to keep all this up? Will I ever be ready for another audition? No, 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 you must not be impatient. Impatient? I've done everything but stand on my head for these past two years, studying, practicing, without one word of encouragement. You have been very faithful. And now, I tell you, Signor Gatti is coming to Europe next month, and I arrange the audition for you. Oh, maestro, that's all the encouragement I need. Now, what was it you were saying about Mimi? Signorina, it sounds as if you are a great diva of the Metropolitan Opera. But, Gatti, he was frowning so all during my song. Well, he's smiling now. Oh, here he comes, and I think he's got a contract in his hand. Of the 
Program, program for the opera. Do you want a program, Mother? Oh, yes, Dad. Get two or three so we can send copies back home. I'm sure Dr. Martin would enjoy showing it around us as choir. Here, I'll take three of those. Sorry, Dad. Hurry. Hey, I'm opera the star. Hope you enjoy the opera. <laughs> I will. I'm her father. Oh, now, Dad, you shouldn't tell people. Why not? I'm so proud of her, I'd like to shout it to the rooftop. Well, Miss Moore, have a come to your dressing room to wish you a great success. Thank you, Mr. Gaddy, but I'm so nervous I don't think I'll be able to hold poor Mimi's candlestick. <laughs> You'll be all right once you're on. Now, don't forget, the applause at the end of the tennis area, that's your cue. I know, I know. I'll be out front. We'll all be listening to you. There's your cue now. Go, and a good luck. Thank you. church choir Angelico, Tennessee to the Metropolitan Opera House and world acclaim. A voice heard and loved across continents and seas. In Milan at La Scala and in Great Falls, Montana at the Liberty. In London at Covent Garden and in Muncie, Indiana at the Hoosier. The Diamond Horseshoe. The Hollywood Bowl. In war, a voice that sang to the troops its heart meaning home, and in peace, bringing hope to the weary and homeless in other lands. Till one day on a flight to the north, a voice that was still. But there is the memory, the echo of glorious song that was the heart of Grace Moore. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
cavalcade brings you the distinguished star of stage and screen, Basil Rathbun, as Thomas Jefferson in a notable event in radio. For the first time on the air, Paul Green's great festival play, The Common Glory. Cavalcade is happy to present its adaptation of The Common Glory. During the same week, it commences its second summer season in Williamsburg, Virginia. Be sure to join us. On tonight's DuPont Cavalcade, our vocalists were Marjorie Brett and Marjorie Hamill, and the music was conducted by Donald Bryan. Lucille Ball will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. Last year, over one million Americans were injured and 32,000 killed in traffic accidents. Now, this appalling fact is due to carelessness. It can be overcome if we all undertake the responsibility of obeying our traffic laws. Be careful. The life you save may be your own. This is Ted Pearson inviting you to listen next week to The Common Glory, starring Basil Rathbun. Cavalcade of America is presented each week from the stage of the Long Acre Theater on Broadway in New York and is brought to you by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs>